literally every single one of us can be part of the solution and needs to be part of the solution. Welcome to Eco Alarm, the podcast where we break down the major factors affecting the environment and explore what we can do to help. I'm your host, Imani. And I'm your host, Bo. And today we'll be talking to Josh Friday. Josh is California's chief service officer and works on the Climate Action Corps, the country's first state-level climate service corps. The service corps was established to empower all Californians to take meaningful action to safeguard the climate. We're so excited to talk to Josh today about what inspired him to dedicate his career in public service and where he sees solutions to climate change in California. Thank you, Josh, for coming on the podcast. Uh, Just to get started, if you could introduce yourself, that would be great. Sure. My name is Josh Friday, and I have uh, the real honor of serving as California's chief service officer which I'm sure most people wouldn't even know they had a chief service officer, uh, but it's a very cool position and I'm very excited to be with you today to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. So just to start off, you've had past working in the US Navy, working in law and working in government. So how have these experiences driven your decision to be in this position? And also how have they influenced your thoughts around environmental issues and working on the Climate Action Corps? Yeah, well, I think most of my career has been driven by the desire to serve, to want to serve, to want to try to make a difference in the world and, and create change and help others. And, and I happen to think that serving is the way you do that. It's the way we have the ability to actually change the world around us. Um, and so I've had the privilege of, of serving in the Navy. I've had the privilege of serving in local government. I've had the privilege of serving on state government. Uh, and I think what it's reinforced for me and why I'm so passionate about the work that we're doing to try to engage others to serve is that when, it, when we look at all of the issues facing our society, facing the planet, whether it's climate change or homelessness or poverty or really any, almost any issue, they're all a result of policy choices. They're a result of people making decisions. They're a result of, of, of human beings taking action one way or the other. And which means that we can also take the reverse action where there's problems, where we can actually jump in and do good if the right people and the right number of people step up to serve. We can actually make a real difference in improving people's lives and in reversing some of the, the, uh, the I think, the problems we have uh, and in tackling some of the challenges we have. So for me, it's like th- these experiences have just reinforced how important it is to, to serve. And that when it comes to issues like the environment, again, we're, we're in the mess that we're in when it comes to climate because of decisions that we've made, decisions to create an economy based on fossil fuels, decisions to favor certain industries over others, which means we can go in the other direction, which means we can do the right thing. Uh, and that's why it's so important for people to be involved and engaged and serving government. Awesome. So I kind of want to move to your current work as the California's chief service officer. Like you said, um, a lot of people might know know about how what the job entails and and um, just getting into that. What do you love the most about this job? Yeah, so it's um, first of all, it's a very cool job, and it's a uh, it's pretty unique to California. It's a cabinet level position the governor created to really focus on service and volunteerism and civic engagement, and I think really sort of rethink. Uh, and reassess how do we how do we mobilize people to take action? How do we engage 
everyone in our state to be part of the solution on some of the biggest challenges we have, which include climate change, which include issues like homelessness, which include uh, education disparities, and really think about how do we also deal with the political division and the economic division and the racial division in our country, the polarization that's happened. And so I get to think about from this position and work on with our state and with leaders around the state, how do we actually bring people together in communities to solve some of these problems uh, and to engage people? And that's, it's, it's really fun. It's really exciting. It's a lot of work, but because we have a governor who, who really believes in the importance of engaging folks uh, to take action, it's a lot of fun. And I think we're making, we're starting to make a real difference. Yeah, for sure. I do want to talk a little bit more about those kind of difficulties though, right? Because I think this division that we're seeing is causing a lot of the issues and making progress. So I want to throw back to a speech I found where you talked about three ways to accelerate political action on climate change. So the first being to ensuring climate change is part of the discussion and that politicians talk about real solutions, aggressively framing the economic and health benefits of climate action, and drastically broadening the coalition of those calling for a clean energy economy. So now during your time as mayor and now as chief service officer, what do you think are like the main barriers preventing this and other progress from happening? And what steps do you recommend us taking to combat these challenges? Yeah, it's a big question because there's a lot of barriers. Uh, there's a lot of challenges, which is why it's such a big issue. Let me maybe break it down as it relates to what I'm currently doing and, and what the California is currently doing to try to create a culture of, of climate action uh, here in our state, uh, which is really leading the country in so many ways. And, and that's, I, I think when we think about climate, I think one of the climate, the climate crisis we're facing, which we all know in California, you know, we know very personally, it's, it's the air we breathe outside when we go outside and the and there's, you know, smoke everywhere. It's, it's the extreme heat we're facing, the droughts that we're currently in. And I, I think we've too often, and we're all guilty of this, even those of us who, who are passionate about climate change and, and being part of the solution, of making it feel like it's such a big planetary issue and it's, it's a global issue and therefore someone else has to take care of it. And we've created almost a situation where I think, I think we, a lot of us have become paralyzed by how big the issue is. And I think what we can do as, as leaders, whether it's um, as mayors uh, or as political leaders or as business leaders, is really, really reframe it and say, yes, this is obviously a global challenge, but literally every single one of us can be part of the solution and needs to be part of the solution. And I think if we if we reframe it that way and we empower people and we educate people about what they can do in their lives, which is a lot to reduce carbon, to take climate action, to be part of it, what we start to do is change the culture of what people expect and of what people want to see. And you start to realize that like, you know, doing things like riding your bike and uh, walking when you don't need to drive and reducing your electricity bills and making sure that the, the water is clean and the air is clean around you. It turns out those things are actually like good things. They actually make your life better. They make life happier and healthier. And so if we can start to make it, almost make it smaller uh, and more accessible to, for people to take climate action, then we can actually start to change the culture where then of course we need to get big policies through. We need to change our entire economy. These are big systems, massive systems. 
but we got to change culture first. And, and I feel like that's what I've learned as a mayor and now in, in this position uh, is really thinking about how do, we, how do we make climate change something that people f- see themselves as part of the solution in and then have that, have that culture shift drive the big systems change that we need because we need to, and we need to have it all at once. But those are just some of the, the things that I've learned seeing some of the massive barriers we have across the, the country and the planet when it comes to climate change, which is why I'm so excited about what we're doing at California Volunteers to actually try to empower people and say to every Californian, not only can you do something, but we actually need you to do something. It's, I think that's a really empowering message for people to hear. I agree. So as we're talking about solutions to, to climate change, I know there's a program unique to, to California uh, started by the Office of Governor called uh, Climate Action Corps. Could you walk us through how, how the program is kind of structured and uh, how to get involved? Yeah, so the Climate Action Corps is the, the first statewide program of its kind, run by California volunteers out of the governor's office. And really, we launched it to try to achieve what the, what the governor wants, which is to make California a culture of climate action. So California has taken big, bold steps on policy. Uh, and around things like electric vehicles. But we also need to be big and bold in how we mobilize every Californian to take action, to be part of the solution. And so we launched this program uh, as a way of basically saying, if you whether you have a year to give as a climate organizer or an hour to give as someone who just wants to take action and make a difference in the comfort of your own home, we're going to empower you and educate you and give you the opportunity to take meaningful climate action. And we're going to say to you, you can be part of the solution uh, and we need you to be part of the solution. And so we've created a program where we have a fellowship where you can actually earn $30,000 as a stipend and a $10,000 scholarship for school, for college, by being a climate organizer in a frontline low-income community somewhere in California, uh, which is a really cool opportunity to, to make a difference on the ground. You can be a volunteer, and we've we've partnered with Volunteer Match and several other organizations around the state to create volunteer opportunities and communities all over California. And then we're calling on Californians to take action as individuals and at home through a variety of activities on our website to be part of the climate solution. So we're really trying to be accessible and open to all Californians, but also make it very clear that we need Californians to step up and we need them to step up in a big way to to try to deal with this crisis. So we're hoping that that anyone who's interested, like I said, whether you whether you want to be an organizer for an entire year working on climate change or whether you you just want to volunteer or give an hour when you're free to go to our website, climateactioncore.ca.gov, sign up and and really start to start to help us be part of the difference today because we need everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. Like those small steps like are always I guess lost in kind of the bigger picture of everything going on. It's very easy to you know, take a step back and say like, okay, what can I do now? And so I love those actionable steps that we can do. And the fellowship sounds amazing with that scholarship is like crazy. (laughs) Um, So that's great that you guys are working on that. I am curious though, like, where do you see this going in the future? And are you excited about any initiatives, new initiatives in the program or have any ideas about expanding it? Yeah, well, well, we're excited about seeing this program scale. I, I think the initial response has been incredibly exciting. One, we have a lot more people applying than we actually have spots for, which I think just shows that people are hungry to be part of the solution. People are hungry to, 
to try to make change in their communities. They just, they just a lot of times need the opportunity to, which is what we're trying to do is create those opportunities with the Climate Action Corps. Um, and we've also seen a lot of excitement um, at the federal level. President Biden has talked about creating a national climate corps now. Congress has also talked about introducing that uh, as an idea, and, and we're excited about that. We hope that comes to, to fruition. But in the meantime, as the federal government's talking about it, we're actually doing it in California, but we need to scale it. Our goal is to eventually have hundreds and ultimately thousands of, of climate organizers all around the state who are, who are helping organize and educate communities. And then we're also hoping that we can engage all Californians who want to be part of the solution. And that's so our goal is ultimately to, to scale this work because we need to. I mean, we're in a crisis and to get out of this crisis, we really feel like we need everyone stepping up and everyone at the table. And so we, we think that if we can continue to show momentum, continue to show that there are people who are excited about taking climate action and, and want to do it, want to dedicate their time, that we're going to be able to create more and more opportunities and really make this part of the way that not just California, but our country and ultimately our planet addresses the crisis that we all know we're in. Yeah, no, it's funny. I was just about to say how, like, since California is usually such a model for the rest of the country, like, it would be great to see this replicated in different states or even on, like, national level. So I think you guys are doing great work. Uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. And yeah, this was great. Thank you. No, thank you. Thanks for helping us get the word out. We want everyone who who's interested to apply, to go to our website, to be part of it, to join us, and to just know that we need your help. So really fun to be here and talk to you both. Thank you. Okay, that'll wrap up our episode for today. For more information on EcoAlarm and resources on topics covered in this episode, follow us at EcoAlarm Podcast on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in every other Friday and we'll see you next time. Bye.